Hey, stop the pod you saved may be too long. Hey, it's another episode of the Black Jackson Estate. Two parts coming at you, so please enjoy episode three, which will be your part one, and episode 3.5, which will be your part two episode you'll be able to find later this week. Make sure you're following us at the Black Jack Estate on Twitter and on SoundCloud dot com forward slash the black jackson estate all right ready here you go Woo! well 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 i bet you didn't think you'd hear from us again but look wow well, well, well. It's a beautiful day on the internet, and this is the Black Jackson Estate episode three, three point zero. This is Ashley and Kay, and we're up in this piece again. Um, first of all. Before we jump into uh, today's episode, we have made an agreement, uh, KJ and I, to uh, disclose what beverage we're indulging. If we are indulging an adult beverage before or during the episode, of which I've done both, and so... Um, today's episode of the Black Jackson Estate. Was that Bobby scratching in the background? Yeah, I think he wants to get out of the room. Well, congratulations, Bobby. You made it onto the pod. <laughs> you made it onto the pod. Yeah. Um, your when, sister's going to be pissed that Bobby made it before she Yeah, she's going to be so pissed because she's like Lucy from... From I Love Lucy, when Ricky, when can I be on the show? Like that's her. So, <laughs> so um, let's let's address the the beverages. So today I'm drinking Lolilo, um, a sangria from Spain. So to all of our Spanish listeners, please send me more of this. It only costs five dollars in North wow. Carolina, five ninety nine. Wow. Uh, but it said, it Are was- you soliciting? No, well, I am always soliciting a sponsor. Okay, all right. Okay, we're okay. we're trying to clear a cost overhead. Um, <laughs> we need <laughs> uh, we have we have costs for new equipment, which you'll be able to hear on today's episode. Yeah. Uh, so our tech technology- that happened. That happened. Listen, yeah. we updated on y'all. Y'all was wondering where we was at. Hey, we was getting to the money, the yeah. sh- money, so that we can give you the best Black Jackson estate. We can. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the Lolilo Sangria, and uh, I also was drinking uh, strawberry crayon with the last splash of my Hennessy. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, what are you drinking? What you got? I can't believe you drunk that like that. But it's I didn't cool. finish that cup, actually. It was just Thank God. Yeah, but that you know that was about brunch. I had I had a late a late morning breakfast, which is brunch, and I had a little drinky drink. Oh my god! Well, okay, I am drinking um some Jack and Coke. Strong. It's my beverage of choice, and I haven't had much, so we're good. Unlike some people, I ain't been sitting around drinking since brunch. Well. Here's the thing. Uh, it's the weekend for me. I'm so. not judging you. I'm just making the distinction. That's it's all. Cool. I'm broke. I live on the edge. I, and that's what I love about you. You live right on the motherfucking edge. I want to push you off sometimes, but you seem to bring yourself back. I'm still here. I'm like, still here. I'm like uh, you seen that video when Mike was on the cherry picker and the fan Homeboy jumped up there jumped with him. There. That's yeah, that me. I'm that guy. If you ever look at the joy in that guy's face, oh, that's man. not joy. That's 
crazy. That's crazy. Well, okay, yeah. Let's be clear. He yeah. <laughs> he made a horrible decision. That was such a bad. That was such a dangerous choice. <laughs> like you're gonna kill our guy. Like what's going on? What are you doing? You need to sit down. You know, the not a police guy come get you. Like put yeah. let's put everything in a box, man. The bliss on his face. Oh man, he made it. Michael was frightened. So let's forget about his bliss. Michael was like. Are we up here together? Michael went into superhero mode because he, he did. He kept that dude safe. Yeah. He did. So staying on track, uh, we've disclosed our beverages. Uh, we don't intend to jump on the cherry picker this evening. Uh, we're actually getting organized over here at the Black Jackson Estate. You hear that? That's my ink pen. Uh, which I'll be using to go through an agenda that we've prepared for y'all. So again, to everyone who was waiting on us. Wait a minute, time out. Can you click the ink pen again? Cause... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes, okay? I've got paper. You can hear that with I, our new microphone. I just, I support you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's your time to shine. We're all here with you. It's your time. We'll be right there with you. Go ahead. No, I just, I'm I'm joking around. I really want all the fans who were wondering where the hell we were to know. Um, we've been pushing, trying to make this the best experience y'all can have in life. So, um, you know. We, we record this podcast. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be giving you regular content. Uh, but sometimes life happens. So when we fall off the grid, you already know. Uh, we went to go be normal. We went to go be humans. We went to go uh, clock in on some life shit. So hopefully, everybody's been doing well since uh, the last episode. All right. You ready to get into some Jacksons? Let's do it because I'm excited about all that's been happening in the episode we got coming up. So let's let's jump right in it. Solid. So let's kick it off with a news roundup. Uh, talk about what's been going on. All things Jackson. Um, since we've been off the grid. So um, the brothers are on tour. It doesn't look like the brothers have any more dates coming up. Um, but we know that they're good for posting sporadic events. So. Um, if anyone's been to see the brothers, I want to hear like what that show's looking like right now. When was the last time you said you saw them? Um, I didn't. I, we were going to go to the show in Florida. No, it wasn't in Florida. It was in Minneapolis, I think. And it was the oddest thing, but I think it was like the only show that was close in like in the next couple of months. They have some U.S. dates coming up, so. I mean, everybody should, everybody who can, and you can, if you're, if it's local close to you, or you can catch that flight out for a day or two, like should look them up and see where they're going to be. Um, I, I didn't, I had just, I think you sent me, somebody sent me some videos of them performing around the world and it was really interesting. I think they, they're doing a great show and I think they're giving the fans a lot of Jackson's magic and they're also incorporating Michael in a way that is, you know, um, respectful and also um, it makes sense just from the videos I've seen it makes sense the way they incorporate them so I don't think the tickets are crazy expensive it's nothing to really hit you over the head so you know probably a good show to check out if you got the time and you can make it out I'm kind of salty I didn't pay attention to this event so in February they had a Fantasy Springs Resort event these tickets, the most expensive one was $79. And it looks like uh, it was a show uh, at a casino. <laughs> and why would I want to gamble and then go watch the Jacksons perform? That's how they're doing a good time. They're doing a lot of casino shows in the U.S. I'm pretty oh, sure. That's such a good crowd. Yeah, like they're doing a lot and it's cool because you also have to remember the time frame. Like, yes, they are a group that spans generations, but they have a primary fan base. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a good show to check out if you can. If you can't, you can't. But, you know, if you got some time and some extra money and you want to gamble a little, why not? 
I think those things go very well together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really hope you said there's some U.S. dates. I don't see them on the website, so I'm uh, you, you gotta get off of get off of the web get off of that website because clearly it ain't I'm been, on Facebook. It ain't been updated since February. We in May. Yeah, I know. I'm, that's why so, I said I'm gonna go to the Facebook. I bet they update the Facebook. I, I really feel like I just googled it or I put put it in Ticketmaster or something. I don't know, but they got something coming up. Oh yeah, the Ticketmaster is automatically connected to the Facebook. So the next show is in Atlanta in September. Oh, I'm about to tag my best friend because I think we are going to see the Jacksons in Atlanta. That's gonna be a whole thing. Oh yeah, that's their next American date. That's their next one. Okay, so that. Uh, rolls right into another subject because there's another Jackson with a September tour date and that one is Demita who has had oh Miss Jackson if you're nasty uh, Janet has uh, a September date that's on the calendar now so um, let's talk about Miss Janet she's had a couple busy weeks so the last time we talked uh, she was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That is now accessible for everyone to view on our favorite channel, HBO, uh, which will soon be uh, Michael Jackson's <laughs> home box office. Uh, can't wait till that's mm. MJ HBO. They get their shit together. Um, and yeah, so that's now up for everybody to view. Um, and then uh, May 2019, the Las Vegas residency starts. And then in September, she's doing a Rhythm Nation 30th anniversary show in uh, San Francisco. And so Janet's got a busy year of performances. Uh, you still planning to go see her in Vegas? Listen, don't ask me questions I don't know the answer to. I don't know. You know, I mean, let's just, uh, okay, listen, she's doing a lot. She's clearly making more moves than me right now. Oh, God. What? um, We're peasants. (laughs) Easily making more moves. If if we can get there, we're going to get there. But, uh, you know, I just bought that house or whatever. So that's that situation. Well, I really want to see the Vegas show. You're not going. But I don't think I'm going. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Um, Tell me why. I spend a lot of money on Janet. Like, mm-hmm. and listen, don't cry for me, okay? I, I happily spend those coins. But there comes a point where you need to stop. There comes a point where I need to make more money if we yes. really, <laughs> if we really talking about it because I here's how I feel, right? I okay. feel like when Janet wants me to show up, if I can show up, I'm going to show up. That's just where I am right now in my fandom. And I love watching her perform. I think her team has been really creative over the last couple of years, and they made a lot of money doing it. Uh, Pretty much just running through America, just running bags up across the country. And she did a phenomenal job. Um, Pivoting over to her website where she has a a little breakdown here. I'm going to read it to you about Janet Jackson metamorphosis, the Las Vegas residency, May 17th through August 10th. Metamorphosis peels back the layers of the immensely private life of Janet, sharing her transformation from a young girl with issues of self-esteem to global icon. The centerpiece of her all new thought provoking show will be Janet captivating you through your senses with electrifying visuals, explosive dance numbers, chart-topping hits, and fan-favorite deep cuts. The show also features a special 30-year anniversary celebration of her groundbreaking album, Rhythm Nation. You will follow her path to self-love, empowerment, motherhood, and activism amidst the challenges faced along her personal journey, finding your own light through her metamorphosis. Oh, I want to go. I mean, I want to go. I mean, it was a lot of action words in there. I like. Oh it. yeah. I mean, come on. This is this is this is Team Rhythm Nation records. Like you know, Randy had final approval on it. <laughs> 
This is a good write-up. I like this. This is cute. This is a great summary. Janet Jackson's metamorphosis is one going to give us superhero vibes because of this damn image that she's been putting out with this hair and this damn (laughs) liquid-looking suit with neon... Uh, I don't, I don't know. But listen, the this this uh, summary I think is really good because I I don't know if you've ever encountered Janet having this conversation in an interview or whatever show she may have been on. But that period in Vegas, her and Michael took it some type of way, and probably all of them did because. I feel like some of them are okay with going to Vegas and just hanging in Vegas and living in Vegas and doing a show as a result. But um, I don't know. I don't know about Janet's relationship with Vegas because that's where she started. And I wonder if she's going to acknowledge that in the show. So hearing in this breakdown, it's going to peel back the layers of her immensely private life, sharing her transformation from a young girl to global icon. I think maybe she's going to touch on that. And I'm interested. No, she's not. She's not. Y'all need to stop thinking that. Okay. Y'all need to stop thinking. It says metamorphosis. <laughs> back the layers. These Jacksons ain't giving y'all nothing. Y'all, it ain't, they giving you what you know. <laughs> I mean, it could very well be true because what Janet also what you mean could very well be true because of, I'm I'm parsing through the word Demita. <laughs> listen, I am planning to give you my money this year. I don't know if it's going to be in You've Vegas. Already done it. You went. Okay, go ahead. Listen, Rhythm Nation is my. You favorite. went to the Rock and Roll. She didn't perform at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But okay, all right. So that's it. Um. Janet, I'm going to give you my money. I always give you my money. Uh, next up, um, Catherine and Jackie had a birthday. So um, we all know give a hot damn about your little birthday. Um, and so... Uh, time out, though. Time out. Time shout out. out. Okay. I, I was no, just going to say, you know. No, no. Time out. Catherine Jackson's birthday, and then there it is. Because you they, can't yeah. birthday, Catherine Jackson. Well, you can't. She Because she don't listen. But we love birthdays over here because they're just special. And we share a birthday month. We share Caption. essentially... Uh, right. Hello. We share essentially a birthday week because it's less than a week between our birthdays. So we're super excited about birthdays. We're super excited about people who celebrate birthdays, not in the dead of winter. And so, yes, man, that's beautiful to share your birthday with your mom. That's beautiful. Yeah. Agreed. Um, So shout out to Jackie and uh, Mama Kate. We know Janet and Latoya are up next for May birthdays. And, um, Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Next up, in other news for second generation Jacksons that pay attention to, Terrell's got a new song. Oh, that song is so, yo. I haven't listened to it. I love that song. I sent it to you. I was like, you need to listen to it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pull it up right now. Hold on, hold on. You need to listen to it. It is such a great, man. Like he gave the me snippet so on his uh, is it on his Instagram? Oh, his new yeah. Instagram picture is kind of fine though. Let me be honest. Tweeted it. Terrell is great. Terrell can get it. Right. I know him skip and Bri thing. Whatever her thing is. But... Yeah, we'll skip over that. Okay, wait. Here's a snippet. Is this one? Is this the one? That's it. I like him singing in that key. That's a good key for him. It's comfortable. Oh man, that sounded good. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's a good song. Yeah. Listen, if Yo, if you feel good, Tom Joyner Cruz. Yeah, man, it's a feel good. It's a feel good for real. Oh yeah, that was cute. All right, yeah. Tara, we uh we like that. Um, we buying that. We buying that single. One twenty nine on iTunes. Is that what it is? Hold up. Let me let me add it to my iTunes library right now because mm-hmm. I don't want Terrell to listen to this and be like, oh, the fans don't stream we it. Got, yeah, we, we do. You've been streaming it, baby. We streaming I it. haven't been streaming it, but you didn't I, know though. Oh, crazy know. love. Oh, wait, is this a whole project? Oh, yeah, but it ain't dropped yet though. No, it's out. 
Oh, it dropped. I tried to tell you. Listen, I listen. I think I listened to that song like three times back to back to back because it just. I was in the car. I was driving. I was going to somewhere, some court probably, and and I was like, oh okay, and I was like, let me put it on. And I listened to it a couple times right about man. It's a feel good song. Like, and this is be real. I like a lot of contemporary stuff. I like a lot of contemporary artists, but sometimes you just need some feel good music that ain't talking about all that crazy stuff. And he he hit the nail on the head. All right, good. Cool. So Tara, we support Crazy Love, Ten Tracks, yep. iTunes right now. You can probably get it on Spotify. Um, as yep. well, I don't fucks with Spotify. So we can do Apple over here. But if you don't dance, man, if if that don't make you groove a little bit, if that don't make you move a little bit, you have no soul. I'm just gonna let you know. But we'll try to find you one. But you honestly, I honestly about that, Terrell. I love how much of a nerd he is about creating his music, and I love uh, that he utilizes his Instagram to let you follow that creative process with him Terrell has been jamming and making little like if you mute his vocals put his vocals aside um he's putting together solid songs too um yeah. so I want to check the the songwriters credits and see if he's writing all these and producing it and singing it that's a that's a lot of work and that's a trifecta wow. baby yeah, hey, that's a that's a money making opportunity right there. Get your coin, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll pay for it. Um, Word. Last couple notes here. Uh, Prince graduated from college or is in the process of doing it as we speak. So, uh, to a what an accomplishment, man! Oh man, like yeah. it's wild. Like Prince, listen, we don't know you, but we remember when you were born because you were on every. Yeah magazine and tv channel yeah um, i mean i'm just i'm I'm proud that you know he could have been uh what many celebrity kids are which is spoiled rich entitled they don't really want to go to school they don't have a value in education we got a whole federal investigation about those sorts of kids right now you right know now. but michael put something in his kids to say you know this is a like Bill Cosby said on the episode of the Cosby show. We're rich. You're not, you know, you need to go make your own way. You need to go figure out how to make your own impact. Don't just rely on what you've been given because it's a blessing, but you also have a responsibility of yourself. And I really, I love that he went to college because he felt it would help him on what he wanted to do ultimately with his life. So Congratulations, man. And I'm not knocking people who don't go or feel they don't need to go, but there's always a need to be educated, whether it's formally or informally. There's always a need to continue to educate yourself. So kudos to him. And congratulations, Prince, because I'm sure you don't have any debt. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just thinking about my student loans. God. Oh, man. That's depressing. Don't do that. Sorry. Don't bring the conversation. Listen, Prince, congratulations, man. Listen, use that degree. Get more money. Get even more money. Absolutely. Uh, so and congratulations, you know, bro. Yeah. Super um, proud. Next thing on the news roundup, the estate and the arbitration. I know you haven't gone through all 28 pages of the document with blah, blah, blah. Um, but you are the Black Jackson Estates. One and only attorney. So could you please give all of the listeners <laughs> give all the listeners a breakdown of where we are in the legal process between Michael Jackson's estate and uh HBO and their broadcasting of Leaving Neverland. Um so you're right about all of that. Everything you said is correct. Uh, we're really not that far. We're in the place where there's a lot of opposing. So there's a, there was an, uh, a motion to remand, a motion to remove. Somebody tried to remove. Someone's trying to remand. We're we're you know we're in the place of just trying to set the stage. Um, and the truth is that HBO wants to be rid of this thing as fast as possible. And that's what you do when the complaint has been filed against you. You know, as that side of the 
of the table, you want to get rid of this thing. How do I get rid of this before it actually goes to some sort of trial or before it goes to some sort of determining factor? How can I throw it out the door first and foremost? How do I get this dismissed? How do I do away with this problem? And so that's kind of where we are. We're still in that like playing back and forth. How can how can we delay? How can we bite some more time? How can we frustrate the process? How can we put seeds of doubt? How can we, you know, spin our story? And they are doing what any set of attorneys would do. And we're talking about high priced attorneys at this point, not, you know, not a couple hundred dollars an hour. We're talking about hundreds, 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 if you know, not thousand, a thousand dollars an hour, you know, attorneys who are litigating this. Um from my from what from what briefly I've read, we're just at in the place of um HBO obviously is making the argument that in order to arbitrate you must there must be a valid uh, a valid contract has to exist and then there has to be arbitrable facts. So they're saying, you know, we don't have a a, a contract here because the contract has been fully performed and there's nothing left. We have no more obligations. They have no more obligations. No one has violated an agreement. That's their argument. Obviously the estate is making a different argument. The confidentiality agreement does not seem to, well, to us, it seems to answer the question, right? Because there's some pieces that make us go, Hey, that's true, right? Like that, this is not, there is no expiration date. This contract is still open. I see so many problems with that contract being open, right? Like as an attorney, I'm going, oh my God. So how long is HBO bound by this contract to infinity and beyond? You know, that's not what they like. They don't like that. I'm just telling you the truth. They do not like that sort of stuff. That is not the sort of stuff they like. It doesn't mean that that that's not what happened. I'm just saying that that is not a favored position of courts and policy. That is not it. So it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. I think one thing that I look at is, you know, what is the case law saying? What does the law say? What is the precedence in this? What are we looking at? Because obviously we're looking at the nuance of contract duration. Obviously formation is already there. They're not saying that a contract didn't exist. They're saying that it just does. It's not valid now. It's expired. It does not exist anymore. So it'll be interesting to see how this, who makes the better argument, who has the law most on their side. Um, And I don't want to, you know, speak out of turn as someone who has not really studied the cases that each side is kind of bringing up and the arguments, obviously we kind of get, but uh, as fans, we obviously want our guy and our team to come out victorious. And I have this is just my opinion, having said all of that and having also said, hey, listen, don't hold me to the gun on having read every shred of every sentence in this. I think we're in a good position. So, you know, we'll see. It's super interesting from a legal standpoint, regardless of what you think should or shouldn't happen. It's just interesting. So, um, obviously, HBO just feels like this is a, an attempt to to poke at them we can't bring a defamation case and they know that if i think anything good can come out of this it's hopefully exposing how nasty they were in putting this thing together how sloppy they were how disregarding they were of facts and truth and inconsistencies and character of the folks they decided to promote i think if all of that gets exposed and who's behind it where the money where the money leads to i think we win if we can get all of that, but obviously we want to win, um, in fact as well. So we'll see. Cool. So we wait, we wait to see where the HBO situation lands. And thank you to attorney K for giving us our legal briefing. Um, next up is a subject near and dear, to your heart and my heart, because I know how happy it makes you. Um, I just want to talk about snakes for a minute. I just want to talk about (laughs) the snake movement in the Michael Jackson fan community. And I think we briefly discussed it on another pod about how consistent everyone was being. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but this movement has it's pretty good. This movement has matured um, at this point, and the snake movement is organized to the point where you guys issue call to actions. We pretty much we have a designated snake captain. Uh, amongst the fan Dr. community, among yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. a fearless leader, and so I just wanted you to give a, a quick little recap on uh, as an active member of the snake community. I am. I got my card in the mail the other day. So lovely. Um, so just talk to us about uh, how you feel about the snakes right now. How you feel when you play snakes on something. <laughs> And just what you think uh, the significance? Oh man, it's so petty. It's so petty, (laughs) but (laughs) the message is there. I've literally seen people say, "Why are there snakes here?" And then they get the answer, and they go, "Oh." And I think that's the point. And I'm for it, man. I'm all the way for it because so let's be clear. Let's be clear because remember, this is on historic record. Now, we're jumping into the middle of this conversation. There's MJ fans listening. They know what we're talking about. Let's be clear. Who Talk about the snake movement. What is it? How has it manifested? And where is it today? Okay. What is it? It is a movement targeting specifically Oprah Winfrey as a result of her actions words and deeds directed towards Michael Jackson and his family. And the reason she is catching all of this heat is because she has shown herself to be multi-faced, not even two-faced. I mean, we're talking about all the way around. She's shown herself to be someone who um, takes advantage of people's kindness, takes advantage of people's generosity, um, plays whatever part is necessary in order to meet her ends, doesn't care about truth, doesn't care about objectivity, doesn't care about giving people their fair voice. Because if people, here's my thing, who cares if you think at the end of the, after hearing everything, you think he is this, that, and the third, run with it, baby. I don't have time for it. You feel that way, you gallop off into the sunset. But at least give him that chance to be heard. She is literally the person that decided that Michael Jackson, as a dead individual, should not be represented in accusations discharged against him. And she did all of that having sat in this man's house, having sat with his mother and his children, having put her hand on their knee, having done all this crazy stuff and she does, she's deserving of exactly what she's getting. And the hypocrisy of her also kind of heaps on top of the snake movement because she has this friend off in the corner who has been accused of everything disgusting under the sun. Yet I, we have not seen a special about Harvey Weinstein. We haven't seen uh, her say, this is bigger than Harvey Weinstein. We haven't seen that, but here she goes talking about it's bigger than Michael Jackson. But we haven't seen you say that about your friend. We haven't seen you say, talk about abuse of power in the entertainment industry as it is most intimately connected to yourself. We've literally seen her gloss over all of that to, to point at the dirt and say that guy down there, you know? And so that's why she's getting all she's getting. And she thinks that it's cute or whatever. She calls it hateration. I don't really know. I just want her gone. She is so unneeded and no one wants her around. The people who want her are the people who she wants to want her and they can have her because we've, we're done. So let me be clear. The summary I wanted you to start with. <laughs> well, you got me going. You, you know I, how I feel I about you, her though. No, you know listen. I feel about her. I want everyone to take into account what just happened in, in the heartfelt words that just came from... Sister K. And here's what I was looking for. Every time you see a picture of Oprah Winfrey. Man, 
Put a Let snake emoji happen. under it. That's what y'all it's do. It's all good. Like, literally, I don't even write Oprah without a little snake at the end. I, I like f- it. I literally corrected myself. I said, Oprah, blah, blah, blah. And I pr- hit tweet. And then I realized I didn't put a snake at the end. I went and put an asterisk, wrote her name again, and put a snake at the end. Edit. Because it's the edit, right? Because it's true. And, I mean, I wish you... I, I, you know, Black people who like her are especially egregious especially. And I, I just, I'm, I don't have a lot of energy or air for it. She can take Gail with her too. And my thing, like I said, it would be different if you were coming down on whatever opinion you have after being fair about the information. But when you deliberately say, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to run a story. I didn't even fact check the story I'm running. I'm just running it. And I don't really care about the other side and the repercussions and how what that does to other people's lives. Because remember, Michael's kids are here. His mom is here. His sisters are here. His brothers are here. His nieces are here. His nephews. People who love him are here. And the way she did it is just absolutely disgusting. And if it happens, that karma is a bitch. And we have talked about how she has no proportionality. She don't care if you did at level two. She might at you at a level 10 so the fact that oprah came at a 10 i mean karma's coming back for real but no nah, we don't have a lot of and you know shout out to dr green because when i literally sometimes i forget about her because i don't keep negative people in my mind's view um but when i forget about her dr green comes through and all i see is snakes required and i'm like I told you, I'm like that emoji. I'm like that little running man. I'm I'm running. I'm like <laughs> that time you put the little girl skipping. <laughs> that was me. I was going. I was headed over there. I'm Just not a part of the snake on. movement. I'm a casual follower of the snake movement. I love to give Oprah read. As you know, I gave up Oprah for 40 days. Yeah, you gave in her the up. name of Jesus. I literally gave her up for Lent as my sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't want to give her no energy. And so I feel like that's a wave, but I got to But I, pr- I appreciate I you allowing I get pleasure yeah. from seeing y'all put them snakes. So bye. No, I appreciate You know, first of all, I don't want Ashley to get away as an innocent bystander because sometimes I look down at my phone and I see that I have a message. I sent it. I, and I open <laughs> I opened said message and it is her sending me a message that Oprah said something knowing she knows I'm going to go over there. She knows I'm going to see what happened and she knows there is a high probability snakes may happen. I think I'm like Dr. Strange for Dr. Green because the stuff that Dr. Green doesn't catch, I'll send it to you and I know you're going to eat it up. See, yeah, I can't, I can't deal with her. I really, I know she's elderly. And then everybody else sees it. I would punch her in the face. I mean, you, you would pretty much Oprah in the face. Okay, okay, I let's be real. Okay, let's have a real conversation because Oprah comes around North Carolina a lot. She got a house in Winston. I think she got okay. a house in Asheville too, but I might be making that up. She definitely mm-hmm. has spot in Winston because my Angelou was there. You see Oprah at the neighborhood food line which is our local grocery store. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're in the produce section. Oprah's in the produce section. Even though Oprah probably grows her shit, she ran out of oranges or something. What you going to do? I'm going to throw a grapefruit at the back of her head and run. Dad ass, you really going to do that? I'm going to throw a grapefruit at the back of her head and I'm going to run. Are you serious? I'm going to throw a grapefruit at the back of her head. I needed to ask because it's some... Okay, so like... My aim's decent. It's decent. No, but you would really throw a grapefruit at her? I'm no, I ain't gonna it. throw... I ain't no... Okay, for real... What, what would I would you do, really do? Like, legit... So, let me tell you why I wouldn't... If I wasn't a lawyer, I would throw a grapefruit at the back of her But head So, right. what would you do, though? I want to know so what would you do. I can't do that. I can't You gotta address her. I'm telling... I, oh, I am? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting put out of the food line, probably, to be real. But I'm going to definitely, I have to walk up to this lady and say, what the fuck wrong with you? Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Now that I would are, you that, are you that in need of attention? No one else is paying you attention. You, she literally inserts herself into the public psyche. Nobody is asking about her. No one cares what she thinks or wants to know or wants to do. She inserts herself. Think about Michael. 
Michael would go somewhere and sit down in the motherfucking giving tree. And you wouldn't hear from him for forever. And everybody would be going, where is Michael? Where is Michael? Nobody does that for her. I still cry about Michael living in Virginia for seven years. Man, we weren't old enough to really run up like that, though. I don't even know if I had a permit. We weren't old enough. When he was in Virginia. We weren't old enough to run up. But, I mean, think about it. Like, people wanted to know where he was at, what he was doing, what was going on. Nobody has ever asked that of Oprah. People ask where Stedman at. Oh, he be in North Carolina all the time. He be out here chilling. He be I'm in not, Charlotte for real because he, he does PR. And I don't know which firm, but he be pulling up here. All I'm saying is she is not, she's not relevant unless she makes herself relevant. So you see her trying to do things that keep her relevant. Michael's a big fish. So she jumps at that, you yeah. know? And so but I'm not for her, man. I definitely have to approach her on it because I'm, I'm, I'm really, it's not even disappointment because I expect it from her. It's just more like when you think about you being one of the few black billionaires in the whole world, you would think it doesn't mean that you have to not believe Michael Jackson didn't do these things, you know? It doesn't mean that we're asking that. We're just asking for you to be fair to this other black African-American. And you won't. I mean, because to me, is if you come down on the side that you feel that he's a pedophile after all of this information is out there, whatever. I, I can't do nothing about how you ultimately feel. But give, give him a fair shake. And the idea of not doing that is... <laughs> I almost... I almost spilled my glass of wine right like going down this list. I'm sorry. I you apologize. To. <laughs> I'm almost I'm almost at the bottom of the second glass. All right, I'm done now. No, Go no, ahead. Let's pivot. Quick pivot. Quick pivot. Yeah, keep it moving. Let's Quincy do it. Jones. Real quick. Quincy Jones has canceled ah! his symphonic uh scam by the elderly (laughs) (laughs) symphonic exploration of michael jackson's hits and has made i'm a scammer he has made a strong detour into hits from the 80s which is mostly just all the albums he put up um tonight i celebrate my love scam I got to be honest. Listen, Quincy Jones, I know, Kay, I know you're going to rip. I know you're going to rip because Quincy Jones and Oprah operate in the same vein in a lot of ways. Quincy, if you're listening, Mr. Jones, yeah, I, I, agree. I admire your music. I mean, all of it. I'm talking about before Michael Jackson. We're going to put Michael Jackson in a box because that was a singular moment in time that no one's ever going to experience again. You're still creating music. I enjoy your music. Don't ever find it in your heart to play Michael Jackson because honestly, every dollar you got to invest. Well, uh Beyond 1979. Uh, anyway, um, your reception amongst popular culture in America skyrocketed with Michael. And that's just period on blank, period, in the story. No question. Period, the dark period. Dark. And and I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it real that I am somebody who listens to the Wiz soundtrack, just the instrumentals. I, I listen to that shit with not a vocal. Slappers, the color purple soundtrack. Slappers. Um, okay, let's just talk about it. I'm I'm a jazz head. I love jazz. So 
to say he he is is influential and instrumental in that genre is an understatement. But jazz is a very specific sound and feel. Not everybody likes jazz. It's not a popular form. It was in the 20s, but it is not today. You know, you have to have a feel for it. And I was in band, right? So this, that kind of helps to, to to aid that sort of thinking. When Tell we talk about... Oh, I played clarinet. I was first chair. So listen, I wasn't, <laughs> listen, I was the creme de la creme. So let's not do that. But he he's, he's phenomenal. And if you like jazz music and you enjoy that intricacy and that sort of like, oh, like, whoa, how you even do that on an instrument? Then you love the stuff that Quincy Jones is involved with, the bands, he, the, the precursors to Q, right? When he was playing with other bands, you know, you'll love all of that. But the truth is that by the time you get to people who are contemporaries now or people who were the the most the most the earliest generation right before this one of the next the past two generations they don't they don't really care about Quincy Jones jazz why do they know Quincy Jones because of Michael Jackson I think that bothers I I don't want to say it bothers him I think he feels that maybe he isn't given quite his due as an individual and as an artist and as a musician as a as a I don't know but people don't know him because of himself if you're 20 years old you don't know Quincy Jones because he was hanging out with, you know, Nat King Cole and them. That's not why you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not why you know him. You know him because he did some things with Michael Jackson. That is his legacy. That is the defining moment of his legacy. Same for John Landis. Defining moment of your legacy well, is not American Werewolf in London. Don't, don't, don't draw those two connectors because John, Le- John Landis literally has nothing else that anyone cares about in 2019. Quincy however I think Michael is his claim to fame and on a on a larger note I think we are the world is his claim to fame but we all know who wrote we are the world and that was Michael and I mean I think he I think he has some jealousy of Michael but I also think Michael helped create that bad blood but jealousy yeah I think it's jealousy I don't like I hate to say that about Quincy Jones but I hate to say it too, but I don't know none of the word. You got one? It's fucked up. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. So Well, my thing is this. The idea of not... I can't stand somebody who plays the middle of the road when there's clearly sides to be taken. Yeah. Oprah came out here, did what she did. That's your... That's your you. Every time his birthday come on, I miss you, Smelly. Happy birthday, Smelly. Well, look what she just did to Smelly. You know, I'm just saying, picking, you You don't have a side, though. You play this middle of the road, you are the worst sort of person. Because you, nah. Nah. The Bible says you can't be lukewarm. Ha. Hello, hello, hello. So Quincy, ha. You need to come on to Jesus, ha. He better come on to Jesus. And let that hate go, ha. Michael ain't here no more, Quincy. Okay. But you gotta get them people their money back. Was it the was it the end of the news segment? Or they gonna cuss you? Oh, oh, I forgot about their money, man. I forgot about their money money back. Oh man, got much to say tonight, but you gotta give them their money back. They gonna cuss you out. Listen, I'm gonna go ahead and say. Let me go ahead and say we almost bought them tickets. I'm I'm not even. We almost got got. We almost got scammed. I remember when we, we almost were, got scammed. It was actually NBA All Star Weekend in Charlotte. I was at the food truck, and you was like, "Let's make a decision. Do we want to go to this show?" Man. And we talked about the pros and cons of shelling out an overseas flight to see Quincy. And we landed on Quincy is a legend. We should probably go because either way, it's gonna slap. The Michael songs is gonna slap. If he talks shit, you know you can block it out. The music still gonna slap. Mm-hmm. Man, he done changed up the whole itinerary. No, that must have been Michael and I. You're like, don't do it. Whew, honey. Because you understand how now I would have hit that old man. You talking about okay? I wouldn't have hit no. Oprah with the grapefruit, but I would have had to box him. No, I wouldn't hit him, but I I would have been sorely upset. Nah, I might. We might have had to take it outside, people, man. No, no, no. I would have got my money back, and I would have got pain and suffering. Like yeah. this is one of them situations where I would have been the fan to do a petty lawsuit. Like 
Yeah, like <laughs> my fucking bread. Yeah, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> like, like the Austin Powers song, don't automatically give you. <laughs> but we're back a year, sir. But no. listen, where are, where are we on that? Are people getting their money back? I saw a couple of people got their money back, but it I seems overwhelmingly people are not. Get, y'all got to let us know what's going on because we didn't buy the tickets. But MJ fam, y'all got to let us know what's happening with y'all and these tickets. I'm assuming most of the people who bought tickets are in Europe or Asia or, or yeah, dead up in London. Uh, I know <laughs> you said you was gonna boo. I believe it i believe all of y'all are gonna be Quincy jones and he's not gonna know what to do with that so that sounds like fun i'm 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 for it i i just i want y'all to get your like i'm so i'm so for real about people not getting scammed like get your money back like this should be so easy to do you advertised one show yeah you flip the script Give the people who wanted the sh- original show that is not going to happen now, give them their money back. They were defrauded. Give them their money back. I mean, listen, y'all, we, we just want to know what's going on, what the status is. If you got your money back, let us know. If you didn't get your money back, let us know. I, there's nothing we can really do for you, but we just want to know what the status is right now because it seems kind of messed up. I see no way. All right, let's plow on through. Um... Taj is at 18% to go on his GoFundMe for the untitled Michael Jackson documentary series. Uh, that total is $146,025 of $777,000 on the goal. And the teaser dropped this week. Uh, Kay, you told me the teaser dropped. I watched it. You watched it. Um, any thoughts on the teaser? It's the truth, man. Brace yourself. Oh yeah, episode three complete. Part one is done. You ready for episode three point five? Part two of this episode. Well, you better follow us twitter.com forward slash blackjack estate and soundcloud.com forward slash the black jackson estate we ready you ready stay tuned